Hello and welcome to another episode of Fatil Chats. My name is Fatil, a sport journalist, a content creator, and a digital entrepreneur. This particular series is called The Olympic Kicks, created to preview, review, and just to update you about Team Nigeria's progress at the ongoing 2020 Olympics in Tokyo. By now, it is no longer news that the D-Tigers of Nigeria had a disappointing start to the Olympics journey after a 17-point loss to the Australians in a game that ended 84-67 in favor of the horses. Between the first and the third quarter, where you would think that uh, the game was knit tight, even though uh, the Tigers were missing the free throws and also not getting their three-pointers where necessary, um, except for B.A. Megano, who came up with like three three-pointers in the second quarters. In fact, Team Nigeria, that's the D-Tigers, converted only 55% of its free throws. That's about 12 out of 22, which is really, really poor. And if you compare that to, to that of the Australians, who had 91% conversion rate on their free throws, that alone explains why the D-Tigers lost that game. But I am no basketball expert reason why I've seeked out someone who is knowledgeable than I am in basketball. She's a media officer of River Supers, Nigeria's only representative at the ball, recently held in Rwanda a couple of months back. Her name is Queen Mosef, and she'll be giving us a two cents on what transpired on Sunday afternoon. Welcome, Queen. I'm really glad you were able to join me on this particular episode of this podcast. Please tell us, what do you think really happened to the D-Tigers? Did the um, stage swallow them or the Australians were just too good for them to handle? I wouldn't say they allowed the stage to swallow them. Uh, I wouldn't say so because judging by what we saw, um, at some point they were down by four or five, at some point seven, nine, and each time they went down in that manner, it came back stronger. At some point, they even tied the games twice or thrice. So it's it's not really about um, the stage. First, they played a very good side, a top-ranked team, number four in the world, um, who they lost to a few um, days ago before going to the Olympics. So facing a tough side like the Australian team, if they had won today's game, then that would have been an upset because you are facing a team higher than you. Um, but I think it was a bad day in the office for the D-Tigers. Many of um, what they planned to execute didn't work out the way they would have wanted. And um, also pressure to perform, judging by how they played um, yeah, scrimmage, the scrimmage they had before going to the Olympics, won against the United States and then went on to beat Argentina. So the media, uh, let's say some, some part of the media, um, fans as well, they all hyped up beating the United States and Argentina. I understand that when you beat two top teams in the world, especially the United States that um, have beaten you um, really, really well in the past, then you would celebrate that win. I also celebrated it because even though it's a scrimmage or a friendly game, it will really count for something because the Americans also um, also, count, also counted that because <laughs> they were so mad. 
losing to Nigeria in a friendly. Uh, players like Obi Emigano and Jordan Owura who came in later and um, you know gave us some point that really helped the D Tigers. Who else in the team did you think had a good game at the end of it all, even though we lost that game by 17 points? I'll single out four players, Obi Emigano, Jordan Owura, Metu and Chimeli Metu and uh, Precious Achua. Especially for Precious Achua, Jordan and um, Obi Megano. Obi Megano, towards the end of the first and then also the second quarter, made three straight three-pointers. So it's looking like we are going down and he really, really stepped up uh, to make sure that at the end of the first half, we're just down by just um, three points. Um, and at the end of the day, he had a, a team high with 12 points. Also for Jordan Warrior in a third quarter where our offense was so cold, we needed someone to really, really get those buckets for us. Jordan Warrior who looked like he had a poor start, got into the game and then we saw two three-pointers, we saw um, driving layups for him, um, we saw steals from him at the end of the day. He had like 10 points, um, 3 rebounds and 4 steals in that particular one. I also want to take a, a point out to me too. Not offensively anyway, but defensively it was immense for us. 5 rebounds, uh, 2 assists and 1 block. Even though we lost him at some point uh, because of that technical foul. And then for Precious Achua, was very good for us at both ends of the floor, scoring 10 points. And then at the other end, he had six rebounds, three assists, and one block. Uh, so both sides of the court was really, um, really contributed to us. But particularly, I would say for Jordan, um, Emegano, and I said Precious Achua, these guys were really, really, really. Um, top-notch for us they were brilliant for us even though we lost so now that we know where the problems lie what do you think the D Tigers need to do going forward in their next game which is against Germany areas for us to work on um, we need to work on our free throws we are poor today we only made 50 percent 12 of 24 from the free throw line uh, we struggled also from a three-point line, made, making all just seven of 24. So we need to shoot better. So our shooting was poor today. And then we need to work on our turnovers. We had 24 turnovers. That's way too much <laughs> from a team. Uh, you have to work, we have to work on that. And then we're not, we need to cut, on the, cut down on the air balls. And we also need a leader. Um, I tweeted during the game that this, or after the game, that this is something you would miss from Ike Diogo. Yes, he's aged, but that leadership, that experience he has in him, when 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 everything is down, he knows how to encourage the guys. Because at um, towards the end of the game, the fourth quarter, it was looking like the guys had given up easily, and before you know it, the um, the Australians had a long run on us. So, but that's when you need a leader in the team, and that's when I'm expecting Nam Vincent um, to really, really step into that shoes. You are the captain, so you need to act like one. So, Queen, I know that it is a bit too early to predict, but do you think the D Tigers would go as far as the semis? 
To be honest, let me answer first. To be honest, I am not so confident after this game, but I have a feeling every Nigerian team always, always start any competition very, very slowly and they gradually gain momentum. I am having a feeling this is exactly what will happen with the D-Tigers. Yes, it's, it's way too early. Our agree is way too early to really predict if they'll make the semis because we've just lost our first game today. Um, it really tell if we can pick um, a win against Germany, then we cannot start talking about that. So I would really want to take it one game at a time. Let's win against Germany first. Then if we can win against Germany, then we can start making those calculations of okay, our chances of getting to play in the semis. But I think looking at their chances, if we play like we played today against um, Australia and Italy, against um, Italy and Germany, we will not make the semis. Oh, wow, wow. Thank you so much, Queen. You've given this a broader perspective that I would never. I am really glad that you're able to come on this episode of Olympic Kicks with Fatil. Um, Hopefully, we'll be able to bring you back for a couple more episodes. So, guys, that's all I have for you in this episode. Do look out for another episode. Um, Team Nigeria in action later on today i hope um, team nigeria will be able to win a couple of matches and put a smile on our faces thank you so much i am so glad that you were able to listen to this and have yourself a wonderful day see you in the next pod